Details. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, a little warmer today. I'm not sure you'll notice, but there will be sunshine out there. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Today, the fifth day of March. I'm Pam Yankee. Yeah, partly sunny skies on the way today. Warmer than it was yesterday, but still bitterly cold. 14 is our expected high. Overnight lows down to zero. Warmer tomorrow. Partly sunny on Wednesday, 20 degrees. Thursday, partly sunny and 22. By Friday, we'll bounce all the way up to 29 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details for us in about 15 minutes. And Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, joins us live via Skype before 6. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, Water Hemp, Ragweed, and Mare's Tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual Insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. I'm Jonathan Gibbs. I'm a fourth-generation farmer. What I would want someone to know about farming, we're not out in the bib overhauls with our pitchfork. We're normal people, but the same challenges our non-farming friends and neighbors share. I mean, it's our passion. We've been given the opportunity to pursue our passion day in and day out. This motivates me to get out of bed. To watch Jonathan's story, visit badgerbean.com. It's March, and in Wisconsin, that means high school tournaments. We've had swimming and wrestling and hockey, basketball. all takes place in March or end of February and early mid-March. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, uh, Pam, as you, as you look around, you see agriculture, especially the dairy industry, very prominent in sponsoring a lot of these statewide tournaments. Yeah, you bet, Bob. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in uh, Madison, and I'll tell you, the dairy farmers of Wisconsin do keep their face in front of that uh, athletic crew. And why is that? Because it's the target audience that makes the most sense. Katie Helper is with uh, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. She is a gal that's uh, been following up on some of the investment that they're making with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin money the checkoff dollars, to make sure that those young athletes, the families of those young athletes, are getting the proper message when it comes to the quality of dairy being produced, uh, both in our cheese, but also in our butter, in our yogurts, in all of our products. Helper says that uh, this uh, partnership with the WIAA is longstanding and continuing through the tournament season this year. 
You got it. Well, we have a, a great relationship with the WIAA throughout the whole season as the official beverage of WIAA. But, you know, the Boys and Girls Basketball Tournament is our big moment where we get an opportunity to talk about um, chocolate milk and the recovery benefits of chocolate milk and also cheer on all the local teams that are playing in the semifinals and the sectionals and what have you, all the way to get to um, that big state tournament trophy, either in Green Bay or Madison. Yeah, you bet. Now, for those of you that say, ah, they never talk about anything from cheese, this is a perfect example of an about face, another great message that we can provide. So what is the message that we're sharing about chocolate milk this year, Katie? Uh, Like we said, it is all about recharging those muscles. What else are we talking about in the campaign? It's it's all about um, recovery and the importance of refueling and, you know, just the properties of like how it replenishes your electrolytes, protein, all of that, while also, you know, showing that we are supporting our states, communities and schools and local teams mm-hmm. um, as they, you know, make their way uh, t- for the for the big uh Big dance. The big dance of the big trophy. We're not uh, just talking about uh, in broadcast or in television spots. You guys fan out the message across a lot of different platforms. Is that the case again this year? Uh, yes, it is. And actually, so this year we took a look at what we had been doing over the past few years and wanted to say, you know, what's working and what else could we be doing differently Um so, you know, knowing how people watch sports nowadays, I mean, you and I, are we're not just watching TV, we're on a screen or, you know, we might be at work and we've got, you know, March Madness and a browser as we're doing whatever, what have you, you're at the grocery store, you're streaming it on your phone. I mean, it's 24-7, right? You don't have to be in front of your TV. And so we wanted to think about that. Um, so we actually um, met up with Quincy Media, who is the the larger media organization that runs all of the um, 20, or I'm sorry, the ABC affiliates across the state and said, you know, hey, like we want to make this so much more and we want to bring in digital and social and make that cross screen engagement. And so working with them, we actually are the network's first social media partner. And we're so, so excited about it because, um, you know, that means that we're incorporating trivia. So WIA state trivia um, for both boys and girls is going to be brought in. So that trivia will be promoted on the um local stations Facebook pages served up in advance and then they'll be put up during the game with the multiple choices Um, and those are all things that are going to be sponsored by the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin we'll have live in-game tweets that we're actually um, aligning with WIAA on so um, using the same hashtag WIAA will be promoting them in stadium Um, the Quincy Media broadcast will be promoting them on air live Um, so that's giving that real time component that people can see um, their cheers and their support for their teams on air and then um, a chocolate milk championship poll. So we all know ESPN's um, pick of the week where you kind of you vote and you can decide who's going to win. Same type of um, instance where you go on again to your local Quincy Facebook page or um, you could go to WKOW's Facebook page. You get to vote for who you think is going to win out of the four that are going. Pick who's going to win, pick the score, and they're going to say at the start of each of those finals, well, this is who's here, but let's see what the fans said. Excellent. Wow. And so that real-time effort takes coordination from you guys, and uh, aside from media partners, but 
from you guys as well. So how many people besides you, Katie, on the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin staff have to kind of collaborate to get all these materials, get everything pulled together? There's about five of us. You know, we run pretty lean. Um, and so, again, it's all about myself as really that core person and then having some po- support from a creative a program, project manager and um, our digital and social media manager. But again, it's it's not just us. You know, I think the other important thing that we really looked at is how are we already leveraging national campaigns that are taking place? Um, and that's our partners at Milk Prep, which is the milk education. I'm sorry, the milk processor education program. You know, they have a 90 million dollar plus budget. And a big component of this is that Built With Chocolate Milk campaign and program and their whole tagline around recover like a champion. Um, so for us, it makes it's it's a no-brainer to already leverage this fantastic platform, this great website, these great creative and taglines that resonate with our target audience um, and just use that in a form here with the WIA and localize it. So everything we do has... Built with chocolate milk, they have um, Al Horford, who is a forward for the Boston Celtics as their new spokesperson. So, you know, we've got a lot of tailored, like tailored basketball sport particularity. Um, If people go and they want to look at other athletes, um, they have a ton um, in a wide range. So it's really taking advantage and leveraging milk peps assets that they've already spent, you know, millions of dollars creating and they're pushing out at the national level that we can localize it here in the state of Wisconsin. Like you said, it's all about being respectful of the money that dairy farmers of Wisconsin contribute. No no sense in reinventing the wheel when it's already been created by Milk Pep. And chocolate milk in this uh, this whole uh, energy uh, situation, that's, that's something that's resonating across the countryside. We're getting low-fat chocolate milk hopefully back in the school system. So it's all coming together as far as messaging. Yeah, and it's great creative. I mean, um, in addition um, to the ads, we're, we'll be airing actually Al Horford's um, new ad. Um, and then... Um, you know, that also is the extra component. So obviously we're still doing our TV commercials, um, but they'll be both uh, on TV. So you'll see one or two per game. But again, as part of our social media um, partner, uh, we are one of nine advertisers that are going to be in the online stream as well. So, you know, you're going to see us if you're either watching from your phone or if you're watching from your TV. Well, and the thing that is hard for dairy farmers sometimes to get their arms around, how big those numbers get so quickly, Katie, when you start reaching out multiple streams, not just that television audience, not just uh, the the listening audience, but you start interjecting and, and adding on those social media components, the numbers of reached consumers gets big so fast. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. And I think that was part of the thought around making sure that, you know, we have a great partnership with WIAA. We have a great partnership with Quincy, but we also want to make sure that they carry through across both channels. So we have been in close contact with both of them to say, all right, this is what we're doing through the broadcast side. This is what we're doing in stadium. How do we co-marry that and make sure that, you know, students and family and communities know chocolate milk is ruin, is running this tournament and it's fueling this tournament but also you know dairy farmers of wisconsin is proud to support and encourage and cheer on um the local teams as well as provide you know the source of energy for all of our athletes so dairy farmers take pride when you see this year's WIAA basketball tournaments both boys and girls and pay attention to not just that message that you might see on TV but try to follow through on some of the other ways that your checkoff dollars are reaching today's consumers, today's families that are in the stands or sitting on the couch kind of watching it on their phone. That is how they are trying to channel all of their efforts towards responsibly returning an investment on your checkoff dollars. 
So milk, chocolate milk specifically, is energizing our champions, literally on the floor and also in our media messages. Katie Hepler along with us, Marketing Director for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Any place in particular that we can either get a preview on some of this, Katie, or where we can go back to if we've missed one of the games or don't watch until championships? Yeah, well, there's a couple ways you can see our um, ads or what we're doing. Um, you know, we're, we are doing another Spotify pregame playlist, which we're really excited about because the one for butter had such amazing engagement rate. It was ahead of um, Spotify's normal benchmark. So they, uh, you can go online. You can look for the WIAA uh, basketball pregame uh, playlist on Spotify. Um, you know, we'll be doing some promotion through America's Dairyland, as well as what WIAA will be doing on Facebook and Twitter or your local ABC affiliate. You know, I think those are the best places to see real time the polls, the trivia, the tweets, the the, the music. It, it's all going to be really great, and I'm I'm really excited about it. So let's all get excited about it. That's Katie Hepler. She's a marketing director at the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Your checkoff dollars at work. Looking forward to WIAA court action for both the boys and the girls. Keep your eyes open for that chocolate milk message. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. We've just received word that Princeton Clubs have once again been voted Madison's best health club. That's incredible. Thank you, Madison. And we want to celebrate all month long with free workouts at any of our eight Princeton Club locations. That's right. I invite you to check out why we've been voted Madison's best year after year. Now is your chance to stop in and take a look around. Meet our friendly staff and see the variety of options that help make you successful as a member. And don't forget, our For a Better Tomorrow campaign is going on all year. For every new membership, we make a donation to a local organization that's working hard every day to impact our communities with a better tomorrow. This month's partner is Gilda's Club of Madison. The Princeton Club's world-class facilities, open 24 hours a day, free child care, and hundreds of free classes every week. And we've been voted Best of Madison again. Come celebrate with a free workout, available all month long. Visit PrincetonClub.net for more details. If Old McDonald was real and actually had a farm, she'd talk about it. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 520 now on a Tuesday morning and time to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. You know, I'm just looking at temperatures. Right now, our temperatures are better than they were at this time yesterday, but that may not necessarily be saying much, you know? 
Well, no, not saying a lot, but we're a lot closer to what we saw for a high yesterday as well. Yeah, that's see, that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't know that it's necessarily a great situation regardless. Well, it's going to warm up. Don't don't look for a lot today. I mean, it's not going to be the instant turnaround and, you know, the, the heat waves striking us. But temperatures won't be quite as cold. The winds may be a little bit stronger, so it may feel as chilly, if not a little more chilly than it did yesterday. But it's all a sign of some improvement. A weak front is trying to drop in out of the northwest. Now there's really nothing to talk about. A few flurries here and there. And that becomes a possibility at later today or again late tomorrow as that little weak front just kind of hangs off to our north. There's more likely going to be some warm-up then with temperatures heading back into the 20s, even tomorrow and more likely toward Thursday, warmer by Friday. But by late Thursday into Friday, we're going to watch a bigger storm system that should stay to our south, but could mean mixed precipitation by the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. I'm guessing that most people can figure out that I'm a dog person, but really I'm a any animal person. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. But dogs have always had a part in my life from the farm to today. That's why I was really excited to hear about the cutting-edge research going on now at the School of Veterinary Medicine with Dr. David Vale. He's working on a canine cancer vaccine. Can you imagine not having to treat animals with cancer, but instead being able to prevent it? That's just one example of the cutting-edge research right here in our community. But listen, they need more space to move forward with this kind of research. And that's where you come in. It's not just about donating money. It's also about creating conversations in our state. You can write a letter, send an email, make a phone call to your elected officials, letting them know that the UW School of Veterinary Medicine is out of space and needs to expand. Want more details? Jump online. Animals Need Heroes 2. T-O-O.com. All righty, Stu, let's have some more weather details for today, would you? All right, well, let's look at it. Partly sunny skies, a few flurries, especially toward the afternoon. Not going to be any heavy snow, just a few flakes in the mid-teens today for highs. The west wind's stronger, like I said, though, 8 to 18, gusts to 25. Those wind chills still dropping down to below zero. Overnight, mostly cloudy. We drop back down pretty low. Single digits, but we should stay above zero. The west wind's at 5 to 10. Partly sunny Wednesday. In the afternoon, maybe a couple of stray flurries. No big deal, but low 20s for highs tomorrow. The southwest winds will be at 5 to 15. And then more sunshine toward Thursday, almost in the mid-20s, starting to push up a bit. North winds at 5, but there's going to be that little bit of a snow chance late Thursday, Pam. And by the weekend, maybe some mixed precipitation that will be to the south. 
All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Thanks, Stu. Stu Mucks, our ag meteorologist, looking around the state. Lacrosse, you've got some clouds. You're at zero. Mauston, clear and minus two. Madison, cloudy and one above. Fond du Lac, clear and one above. Oshkosh, clear and zero. I'm not even going to tell you about the wind chill this morning. Catching up with Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. my children were born, it was really hard for me to feel confident and get back to how I was used to looking. So I started looking into breast augmentation and I found out about the ideal implant. And that got me pretty excited because it was a natural look that I was going for without the risks of silent rupture. One of the things that really interested me about Dr. Bartel's practice was that he does specialize in body recontouring, rejuvenation, and specifically he had a lot of good things to say about the ideal implant. I never wanted to look like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model or Victoria's Secret model. I just wanted to look like me again. It was just really wonderful that I had this opportunity of available to me to restore my self-confidence, as well as enjoying the joys of being a mom. Dr. Thomas Bartell specializes exclusively in body recontouring procedures and is an ideal implant premier surgeon. For more information, go to drbartell.com. My fiance had known that I had wanted to be a part of the designing of our engagement ring. I have known Scott Chalmers and Garrett for at least eight years because I cut their hair. I knew I could trust them with the design. Oh God, the moment that we picked out the stone, then they customize a ring around that stone. From there, they showed us a 3D version. To that, we go to a wax mold, and at the very end, you will be surprised with the ring that you designed. But I don't see it until he gets down on one knee and proposes to me. So there is a whole lot of surprise to it. The wow moment was when I saw the solitaire for the very first time. It was the most beautiful, unique oval I have ever seen in my entire life. My ring isn't my ring. It's our ring. It's our love story. Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton. And Madison. Sure, you can do it yourself, but is it really worth it? Do-it-yourself plumbing is often no walk in the park. And you run the risk of leaks leading to water damage or the dangers of electrical problems or even gas leaks. It's also important your plumbing repairs meet current codes and standards. When you hire your friends from Benjamin Plumbing, you know it's fixed right, up to code, and guaranteed. The majority of Benjamin's residential plumbing repairs are more affordable than you think. Save your marriage. Save your sanity. Save your weekend. Before you roll up your sleeves and try it yourself, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. 
composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life. And in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Art doesn't see disabilities. That's because art is truly for everyone, all artists, ages, cultures, and abilities. But for individuals with disabilities, making art transforms not just them as creators, it transforms everyone around them. VSA Wisconsin has been changing lives through art for over 30 years. We provide accessibility and participation in all arts learning that enhance so many aspects of life. For thousands of Wisconsinites with disabilities, from three years old to seniors, we offer participation in music, visual art, creative writing, movement, and drama. What can VSA Wisconsin do for you? Inspire. You'll see at our programs, shows, events, and sales throughout the state. Attend classes and workshops taught by professional artists at the VSA Art Center in Madison. Or visit our gallery and shop and take some inspiration home. Visit us online at vsawis.org to volunteer, donate, to get informed, get involved, and get inspired by art all over again. All right, Heilprin, I, we've we've talked for nearly three hours on what happened last night. And look, you can focus on, again, the dreadful stretches of a lack of offense. You can focus on 52% as a team from free throw shooting. You can focus on, hell, even Dan Dockage, an Indiana guy, said how obviously blatantly bad the officiating was. Or you could just say, it's just sometimes the ball doesn't bounce through. It's not your night. It's a long, weird season. Where do you weigh in on, on what happened in Bloomington last night? Well, I saw the poll results and people are overwhelming overwhelmingly with the free throws right correct uh, yeah and and they've been bad but they've been bad all year that's not a necessarily a new thing and I, that's not necessarily a new thing to this to this season either i mean they, they have not been very good shooting free throws for the last few years here but i mean I, it's those stick out because what they started this the second overtime oh for four oh for five before uh nate reavers finally hit one they also had a, a three-pointer from brad davison that was ill-advised I think the offense was the problem just Thank in you. general. Zach, you know, you're I, a I thought, smart, brilliant man. Thank you. I, again, I, I mean, I, they, there are just stretches where they don't look like they know what they're doing, like they don't even know what they want to accomplish. Like, and that, that has to be – that is it's very, I'm sure, very frustrating for Greg Gard. He has to take some of that on himself, obviously. But, you know, um, and, and then there's times that, that shots just aren't going down. And I thought that was certainly the case early against Illinois where shots just weren't falling and – you know, they were open shots and, and that kind of leads to, uh, you know, somewhere where you lose confidence. But, well, this you know, this kind of goes, I, Zach, to, you know, sorry to jump in, but this goes back to when it was good. You know, it was Frank Kaminsky, National Player of the Year, and, and you funnel the offense through him. And when he's playing well, you see it. They're back-to-back Final Fours, Player of the Year. Then it was Nigel Hayes, and Nigel Hayes struggles, but the Badgers struggles. And for the last two years, it's been Ethan Happ. And if Ethan Happ's not playing well, Badgers struggle. I mean, is, is that... 
do they want to have it go through one guy? Or are we going to ever see where there's three, four, five options and not just, oh, we got to get the ball to Hap, we got to get the ball to Hap. He doesn't score. Now what do we do? Well, I think they'd love to have the offense they had in 2014-2015, which has obviously spoiled everybody because that, you know, Ken Pomeroy is, is big into analytics and a lot of people, a lot of basketball people, you know, take his stuff for gospel. Wisconsin's offense that year, 24-2015, is the best offense the country has ever seen since 2002. And so you, you get that in your mind, like that's what it's supposed to be, but that was the best offense Wisconsin's ever had. That's the best offense that analytics have seen, you know, in the last 17 years. And so that's not realistic. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not realistic, to, especially at Wisconsin, to have a Sam Decker, a Frank Kaminsky, you know, Josh Goss, a Bronson Koenig, Nigel Hayes. That's, it's, that was as good as it gets. And so I think uh, people need to readjust their expectations. However, that said, yeah, when your big guy, when your best guy does not have a good night, you're going to struggle. But last night it was they're three of their big guys. You know, their they're best outside shooters and Reavers and Davison and uh, Trice, you know, all guys that were shooting around 40% from three did not shoot it well whatsoever. And that's, I think, what we saw last night. That's what it led to. Zach, should people readjust their expectations when it comes to Wisconsin on the free throw line? I'm in a fight with Miller over no. here. Like no. He re- no. He refuses to accept the reality that Wisconsin is no. bad at free throws. No. That's like being surprised that the sun comes up in the morning. No, no, that's, no, that's a ridiculous statement. Um, what? That he, that he can't <laughs> accept reality? The reality is you have to hit your free throws. Thank you, Zach. Just well, because, obviously, because, but the reality is they can't and they, just, they won't. But that's but that's ridiculous because I agree. I know that let I, the man it's speak. Ridiculous because I can, I can see them make their free throws in practice. Like they, we we don't get to see practice nearly as much as we used to. But I watched that, you know Ethan Happ sit there and hit ten in a row the other day. You know, and that's and that's the same way with all those guys. Like they all hit them constantly in you know in, in practice and in warmups. You see it too. But dude, just, I'm a I'm a beast at Vitens. So you get me out on the golf course, so I'm terrible. Again, that's one. That's that's not really even or close to. Uh, he gets in these up. weird, just like moods, Zach. You just got to let it run through. But my but comeback you know, would be, you know, the, I, I get at some weird level where he's coming from. But that would be like, okay, there's 353 teams that play Division One basketball. If Wisconsin was 160th in free throw shooting, you'd be like, come on, dude, you're the 19th ranked team in the country. Do better. But I get it. The fact that you're 332nd out of 353 teams, that, that, that is unacceptable. There, there is no accepting that at any level, anywhere, anytime from anybody. I think there's a difference between unacceptable and, and expecting it. At this point, I'm expecting it. That bad, though? Um, yes! Now you're agreeing with me. Thank you. Because that, that's, that's who they are. That's who they have been. But that doesn't Thank make you. it acceptable now. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.35 now on a Tuesday morning coming up before 6 o'clock. What's happening in the marketplace? And what did he hear at Commodity Classic last week? Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joining us live via Skype before we hit 6 o'clock. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. Did you know on this day back in 1872, yes, I said 1872, the air brake was patented. Now, I think some of us think about air brakes maybe when it comes to uh, semis or something like that. But in reality, back in 1872, it was designed for the railway system, a braking system that uses compressed air. George Westinghouse is the designer that brought us the air brake patented on this date 
back in 1872. And now you know. Boy, you know what else we found out is that the numbers are big this year for those folks interested in growing or processing industrial hemp in the state of Wisconsin. You recall that we talked with Brian Kuhn, the division administrator at the Department of Agriculture that's processing all those applications. He figured the numbers would quadruple compared to last year, and it's exceeded even that. Wisconsin Department of Agriculture announced yesterday nearly 2,100 individuals and businesses have applied to grow or process the crop in 2019. And Brian Kuhn says uh, it's going to take a little while to process all that paperwork because Wisconsin is still following federal guidelines when it comes to the program despite changes in the 2018 Farm Bill. We're still operating under that pilot research program that the 2014 Farm Bill provided. Again, the 2018, once it was signed by the president, brings um, some of those new uh, things into play for the, you know, removing hemp from the Controlled Substances Act. But USDA really hasn't gotten their their kind of long-term program established and built yet, so we're waiting for guidance from USDA so that the state of Wisconsin can submit to them um, so that we get basically state regulatory authority over this program and we're not, you know, kind of held to what, what USDA defines. We want to basically be in the driver's seat for our hemp program here. So now given 1,500 applications and more coming in, Brian, are you seeing uh, more growers than processors? Is it mixed? What are you sensing from those applications? Yeah, um, uh, well, obviously it's it's a dramatic increase in both. So it, the, the big picture numbers, I'd say we've, we've got about, uh, instead of um, of about 250 um Licensed growers last year were at a at about a thousand this year, and uh, we had about a hundred licensed processors last year, and we're about five hundred um, uh, this year with those application numbers. And uh, by and large, you know, um, those that we would anticipate, uh, almost every one of those will get a license, and you know that, that we've rarely been and rarely has somebody not qualified for the program. So. Incredible. That is, that's just incredible numbers. Have you ever witnessed this kind of uh, rabid enthusiasm for something in your time at DATCAP, Brian? Uh, no, definitely not. I've not seen this kind of, uh, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's a new, uh, whole new program, a whole new crop. So it's exciting for us. Uh, at the same time, you know, just a, a ton of challenges and moving parts to this as, as the, you know, federal and state rules are, are changing while, enthusiasm is there and applications are coming and and we're trying to develop policy and and kind of build a a stable program that'll be here for years to come uh while all these kind of parts are moving simultaneously so it's it, it it's very challenging but I'd say very exciting um and uh yeah the interest level is yeah I nothing we've experienced um and nothing I've experienced in my time at DATCAP. You can say that again, Brian. Brian Kuhn, Director of the Plant Industry Bureau within the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. They are going to work on trying to process that paperwork, he said, just as quickly as possible. They're asking that applicants be patient and avoid calling to check on the progress of your application. Again, we've got about 1,405 growers that have applied for a permit and about 692 processors that have made application. Now think about that. 2,100 total applications in. Last year, we had a total of 347. So more than, well more than quadrupled. Just some incredible numbers.
All right, we'll take a quick break. Markets are up in just a moment. It's 540. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. You know, these folks don't have capes or superpowers, but they are heroes. They are Wisconsin organ donors. I'm Pam Yonke. By becoming a donor, it's not just that you become a hero. It's your legacy. It's the lives you touch. Al Wright from Barneveld lost his wife in 2001. Her organ donations touched more than 50 lives, including a young father in Kentucky. Well, lo and behold, her kidney, a doctor said he'd never seen a match like that. It matched every single way, 100%. And uh, he had three little kids, and my oldest daughter said, you know, you know, she was 40 at the time, so it was tough for her to lose her mother, but it would be really hard knowing that you were only eight years old. Al Wright from Barneveld. You, too, can be a hero and leave a legacy that touches lives. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. Looking forward to speaking with our friend Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, FarmFutures.com. He's up in just a couple minutes. Hey, if you're involved in agritourism in Wisconsin, maybe it's a pumpkin patch or a corn maze or an orchard or a farm tour, whatever it is, they are inviting everybody to join them for their spring conference headed to northwest Wisconsin this time around, Tuesday, April 2nd, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. They'll focus in on a farm safety checklist, insurance considerations if you're in the ag tourism business, and first impressions. What do your guests or your employees think about your venue? Tuesday, April 2nd. 10 until 4, Northwest Wisconsin location, Govins Farm. That's John and Julie Govin, just outside of Menominee. You want to find out more, you can jump online and look for WIAGTourism.com. WIAGTourism.com for the Wisconsin Agritourism Spring Conference, April 2nd in Menominee. All right, Bryce will be talking about the markets in just a moment, but let me give you a quick update on where we stand. Corn and beans finished stronger yesterday in Chicago, and at least corn is trying to hang on to that strength overnight. Right now, May corn's up a quarter of a cent. December corn overnight up a half at 396 and a quarter. May soybeans are down a penny and a half right now. November beans down a penny and a quarter at 949 and a quarter. The wheat for May up three quarters of a cent. July new crop up a half right now at 461 and a half. Barrel cheese yesterday gained two cents at 143. 40-pound block cheese down four cents at 157. Double A butter up five and a quarter cents, 234 pounds. So some pretty big moves yesterday on dairy product prices. The April milk overnight currently four cents lower, 1496 a hundredweight. May milk closed at 1515 a hundredweight. Still have to get out to August before we see any fluid milk contracts that are at or above the $16 mark when it comes to dairy. Hey, dairy is going to be a big topic of conversation. We have got the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest that officially begins today up in Green Bay. They're having some of the activities at the Lambeau Field Atrium, others happening at the KI Convention Center in downtown Green Bay. 
They'll cap it off Thursday evening when they announce the Grand Champion Cheeses at the KI Center. Do want you to know they've got a tasting opportunity. If you're going to be up in that Green Bay area or you just love to enjoy Wisconsin and other cheeses, 6.30 until 8.30 on Thursday evening, they are going to have their tasting event. It's a ticketed event, so make sure that you're purchasing those tickets online, uschampioncheese.com. Coming up next, he is our own champion cheese, Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. At Clifford and Rihala, we have the experience you need to help you after any kind of collision. We help people who have been seriously injured. Ranging from pedestrians hit crossing the street, people rear-ended by semi-trucks, to victims of drunk driver crashes. No matter how you've been injured, our experienced and skilled attorneys will help you get your maximum recovery. And very importantly, we also know how to protect that recovery. At Clifford and Rihala, we understand that many issues can come up after a settlement is reached. If those issues aren't handled carefully, an injury victim can lose money. Don't let that happen to you. Call Clifford and Rihala. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. All the important diamond cutters give Kessler's first choice of their newly cut diamonds because we pay the diamond cutters immediately. So you get a much more impressive engagement ring. Other stores ask for 90 days to pay the diamond cutters. But Kessler's pays immediately. So we get better diamonds at better prices. And you get better diamonds at better prices. Compare Kessler's diamonds side by side with any other. You'll see the difference immediately. And so will everyone else. We have engagement rings that no one else can show you. Kessler's has every engagement ring you can imagine. And when you see the size of our diamonds and our wonderful prices, you'll look at each other and smile. Noticeably better diamonds. Obviously better prices. Take a look. It's fun to look. Engagement rings are what we do. Welcome to Kessler's. Find the Kessler's Diamonds nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. Now that's quality Wisconsin farm product. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 547 on a Tuesday morning. Let's welcome back our friend Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, one of the many that was in attendance last week at Commodity Classic. Now, this morning, Bryce, want to kind of focus in right away on the weather, not the weather that we're experiencing right now necessarily, but weather all winter long, and then that severe stuff that came through over the weekend. It is really giving us quite a fit when it comes to moving grain around, isn't it? Right. The river system uh, is still pretty much a mess. A couple of major locks closed on the Ohio River right by the uh, confluence with the Mississippi. So pretty much nothing moving down the Ohio River. And then we have major flooding uh, on parts of the lower Mississippi all the way from Cairo, uh, really down to uh, New Orleans. They had to open a spillway down there uh, to keep the water uh, from causing trouble. So uh, things are slow, uh, just as uh, parts of the river system 
may start to reopen this week. At least uh, some of those uh, lock and dam repairs are supposed to be completed uh, as of today. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it could be difficult to find barges and uh, particularly moving stuff upstream also uh, difficult. So that means not only empty barges that can be filled with grain, but also things like fertilizer aren't making it upriver either. Now, despite the fact that we are absolutely focused in on the United States and China, are we still, you know, is there a reason to worry about how fast we're moving stuff to the Gulf? Are we keeping up the business that uh, everybody else wants from us except for China? Well, we noticed a a slowdown in shipments Uh, last week. The export inspections uh, were down uh, for corn, soybeans, and wheat. Uh, The demand, uh, particularly for corn and soybeans, still looks pretty good. So I've got to think that part of that was just uh, caused uh, by the fact that we may be starting to run out of grain down down at the Gulf. It's getting more expensive uh, to uh, refill uh, all the big uh, shipping elevators down there. So uh, the business overall uh, seems to be pretty good, uh, but uh, the jury's still out whether or not we're going to meet USDA's forecasts uh, for the 2018 marketing year for both, uh, for really all three crops. Uh, the, the wheat shipments uh, have been uh, pretty slow. Uh, the soybeans are picking up, obviously, with some business to China, uh, but we're in such a hole uh, it may not be enough uh, to get us up to where uh, USDA says we're going to be. Of course, the USDA is going to be updating those forecasts on Friday when it puts out its March supply and demand report. Well, and that was kind of what the market was focused in on yesterday morning. Everybody got excited that we might uh, be closer to a deal with China, and then that seemed to fade. Seems like we, we don't know what direction to go this morning. Right, and really, uh, we've seen this every time that we get a little bit of optimism over the trade talks with China, the soybean market pops, the stock market pops, and then we uh, quickly fade those gains. That's one reason why I recommended uh, growers who still have some 2018 inventory around to do a little pricing. Uh, we don't want to be holding too much of uh, uh, particularly these soybeans uh, just in case the uh, trade talks uh, fall apart or most of the sales wind up being for uh, 2019 marketing year. So tell me what you were discussing at Commodity Classic last week. I said to Bryce, you know, given the outlook financially on corn and beans, you might have thought attendance was a little thinner, but you said still a very robust crowd. Yeah, still seemed to be a very good crowd. Uh, We had over a thousand people at our early riser session on Thursday morning. A lot of talk about trade, uh, pretty much wherever you went. Uh, that's what folks want to talk about, and uh, certainly uh, Sunday Purdue uh, uh, received that message. And uh, uh, so I think uh, that is really the number one concern of farmers now, is just getting trade normalized and getting us back uh, so we can uh, play on a level playing field, hopefully, uh, but not have any uh, real headwinds from tariffs and other things. Uh, the situation is still unclear, not only with China, uh, but now talk uh, uh, of uh, India and uh, uh, other countries that we're trying to negotiate with, uh, perhaps using some of these uh, uh, same tactics, uh, which uh, could produce more friction. So a lot of concern there. Uh, folks also talking about the new farm bill. I had a chance to talk with the head of the Farm Service Agency and uh, still no uh, timeline uh, for when the details uh, on sign up for the uh, 2019 uh, ARC PLC updating base acres and yields, that sort of thing. Still no uh, uh, indication when those uh, signups may be.
How is that going to impact us in the field, Bryce? Because, I mean, everybody's talking about when is spring going to spring. Uh, some of these things have to be in play before the plows start to move, so to speak, don't they? Well, it would help because uh, growers who uh, basically use the government program as a uh, put beneath them really need to know what that level of protection is. Now, I think it's going to be better under the new program than it would have been under the old program, uh, but it'd be nice to get some specificity there. And there are enough technical changes uh, that we're, we, we need some of, this, some, some of this information. And, of course, we don't need to be signed up uh, right, during, right during planting, but uh, it doesn't look like uh, we're going to get any, uh, anything underway really before the tractors start rolling. Do you have any insights into how that might influence crop insurance decisions that have to be made by the 15th? Well, I think folks are looking at those guarantees, and basically they guarantee a loss. Uh, the corn, uh, the, the base price, uh, $4 December futures, basically, uh, even if you take uh, 85% revenue protection, uh, you're on the hook uh, for about the first 150 bucks of losses. So uh, crop insurance not going to be providing a lot of uh, benefit uh, this year unless we have an absolute disaster. Right, right. So what else are you keeping an eye on? Wall Street took a tumble yesterday. Is that at all on our radar this morning? Well, still watching those nervous outside markets. And again, when the Wall Street started to fade, that uh, dragged down the soybean market. Beans tried to rally uh, uh, back overnight a little bit, couldn't hold those gains. So we saw steady selling in corn and soybeans overnight. Nothing major. We're basically mixed in uh, corn, uh, down a couple pennies in soybeans. But we seem to be going back into the same holding pattern. Uh, I don't expect USDA's report on Friday to, to produce any major news. Uh, so maybe now we're just going to be talking about weather uh, planting intentions. We launched our latest uh, uh, planting intentions survey yesterday. And uh, so uh, we'll have uh, some indication of that one week before the USDA report comes out on the 29th. All right. Well, maybe you can share some insights or at least trends that you're kind of picking up on that by Thursday. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joining us live via Skype this morning to give you a little sense of direction as far as the trade is concerned. And like you said, a little recap from last week's successful commodity classic that was down in Orlando, Florida, where the weather was far more friendly, I'm sure, than it is this morning in Chicago. Now, as far as our agenda for tomorrow, we are going to be visiting with our friends from Compure Finance. Uh, It is a busy time in their offices, and they have got a special women's conference that's coming up in the month of April, getting the gals together to see what they can do to help manage their way through these tough financial times. It is 5.55. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke 